Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Prime time headed to the swag capital of the world, Boulder, Colorado. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone, I don't know about you, but I think we told Theo last week that primetime wasn't about that HBCU life anymore. <laughs> he wasn't about it anymore. Now he's looking for $5 million a year, and I think he's he might have found it. getting that bag. Well, at least, well, according to the AD at Colorado, they don't have the money yet, but he will be getting that it'll, bag. I don't know what that means. It'll come. Dion on layaway? <laughs> they I did. I have no idea what that. Yeah, are they shelving Dion until they finally get the money? I have no idea how that works. Hey, he Dion, he's, he's not too worried about it. It'll come from somewhere. Yeah, not, not worried about it. No problem at all. I tell you what, Dion's going to make sure you know uh, that he doesn't have his money yet. I'm just telling you oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deion Sanders, the head coach at the University of Colorado. Hmm. I think it's Colorado yep. University. It is Colorado University. You're right. <laughs> it's uh, CU. It's even on their helmets. You better that's, get that right. You know what that. happened when they called him Dion instead of Coach Prime. You better get that right, Ken. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. You know what happened when they – yeah, no, no, no. They they called him Dion, and he just wanted to be called Coach. Coach, like, yeah. Period. Yeah. He just wanted Coach, period. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, I'd like to apologize to the family and friends of Dion Sanders and all of Colorado Buffalo Nation. It is Colorado University. Ken Levick alive on a Monday here on ESPN 106.3. The free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29 in his regular Monday spot. Full disclosure, they are in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the sunny and, well, cooler, sort of comfortable, Intracoastal. I, because we don't lie to anybody on this show, guys, full transparency, uh, I got back from Eastern Michigan where FAU basketball and Stone, what do you know about FAU hoops? What do you know about FAU hoops? Listen, right now. listen, I know that they're not only winning games, not by 10 points or 20, but they're blowing teams out by <laughs> 30 points right now, and they got one blemish on the schedule right now, Ken. These boys are rolling. Yep, that's right, and that was at Ole Miss. Theo, 101-73. Mm. FAU mm. takes down Eastern Michigan yesterday. But I got back from that trip at about 3 a.m., and uh, the last thing my body felt like doing was getting in the car and going into the office. So I am at the Lavica Estate in northern Broward County. Um, but following closely Deion Sanders all week, and so an expected win over Southern. And uh, it was the worst-kept secret in college football that Deion Sanders was going to Colorado. Since we talked about it on Tuesday, Theo, from about Thursday, Thursday on, we all knew what the end result of this was going to be. We knew he was going to Colorado. There were no secrets here. And since then, it's been nothing short of of everything great about Deion Sanders. Just uh, him playing the whole thing up, him and his personality, him walking into Boulder, Colorado, and really, truly no one knowing what to actually do with him or make of him because he comes into Boulder, Colorado, which of all of the college jobs 
in the country, all of the college football coaching jobs. I would argue, Theo, that Colorado is a top five white college football coaching job. <laughs> and Deion it's, Sanders has has it. It's awesome. It's hilarious. He is about to turn Boulder, Colorado into something it never knew it had the oh, potential to be. That's, it's going to be amazing. And But you know what, though? The funny thing about this is Colorado was good in, in Prime's heyday, so I think he also has this vision of what it was when they were, like, winning. What was that, right. like the 90s? Yeah. So it's it's almost like as if somebody came and took over the Miami Hurricanes in 2022. Oh, uh, wait, is that? Oh, oh. It just didn't have that to do soon? that. Okay, I'm sorry. Hey, man. I'll backpedal. It's just awesome. Like, Boulder, Colorado <laughs> is now Birkenstocks and one proud black man. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot wait for how this is going to go down. I have to think other top five whitest college football coaching jobs, Wyoming's in there still. Oh, BYU's gotta, number one. That's, BYU, <laughs> yeah, B, BYU the is the forever undefeated whitest <laughs> college coaching job. That's a great call. <laughs> then you've got Wyoming. Then you've got Colorado. Colorado, maybe anything like in a, mountain time. Yeah, anything Boise in the State, <laughs> Liberty. Yeah. Liberty is. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Liberty, by the way, uh, can't wait to see Liberty in the roofclaim.com Tone Bowl, December 20th, 7 p.m. It is Liberty and Toledo from FAU Stadium. We'll talk with Doug Mosley. He is the executive director of the Boca Raton Bowl. I don't think we're going to ask him if he thinks Liberty is a top five white college football coaching job. Um, but but I, I wanted to get a sense first, before we dive into this, Theo, I am fascinated to hear as someone who attended an HBCU like you did, at Hampton, if you feel as if Deion Sanders is turning his back on HBCUs, as if he has screwed HBCUs, as if he is um, leaving Jackson State and he has disrespected the institution and institutions that make up HBCUs, because I have found the reaction to him leaving from the HBCU community extremely perplexing because it appears as if there's a lot of anger directed towards Coach Prime. Yeah, that, that most of the people that are actually like voicing their opinions and are mad are people that are either misguided or not educated enough on what the state of college football is. Like nobody who's actually in the know is actually up in arms about Deion Sanders, who gave three years to Jackson State football, who elevated that program to a point where he's about to not just win the SWAC championship, but go and win the Celebration Bowl um, to a point that they never even assumed they would be in three years prior. Uh, Deion Sanders, what he did for that program and HBCU football in general. Um, I think everybody can grow to appreciate. The only thing I'm pissed off about with Deion Sanders is why he picked Jackson State. Why couldn't he go to Hampton University <laughs> and turn my Pirates up, dog? We need it. But yeah, no, nobody, no, no hard feelings for Deion. You got to go get the bag. I also just didn't think, like we talked about um, just last week, I didn't think Colorado was a big enough stage for him. But again, I mean, I mean, he knows better than here's, I. So. Here is, but here's my counter to that. Now is. I don't think that the school, when it comes to Deion Sanders, dictates what the stage is. I think Deion Sanders dictates mm. what the stage is. He showed and us that. You're right. I think that Colorado is, because of Deion Sanders, now going to become uh, one of the premier talked-about schools. I'm not talking about whether or not they're going to be good at football under Deion, but, man, are they going to have a ton of attention on them, maybe more attention than they've ever gotten, and they've won a national championship in college football. Yeah. Um, so I, I want you to listen to, after the win over Southern over the weekend, uh, rivalry game, Jackson State with the win, they win the SWAC. Uh, 
Deion Sanders formally announced to his team that he was leaving for Colorado. And Stone, if we could, just the, the excerpt of him talking about how he believes that a higher power has been involved mm-hmm. in, in, in his decision to go to Colorado. Here's Deion Sanders on his relationship with the man above and why he's leaving Jackson State. I'm not tired of fighting whatsoever, but if I heard God's voice on coming, don't second guess of my hearing ability. I know God, and I know when he shifts, and I know when he moves, and I know how he gets down with me. I always always question things when I was a player. How can you be so dominant and have to play for five football teams? That don't make sense to me. I ask God that often, but then I had to understand when he's taking you from faith to faith, from glory to glory, and allowing you to provoke change in different places, that's why he would allow me to play for five darn football teams and four baseball teams, because it doesn't supposed to happen like that. But I understand the calling that he has on my life. Basically, Deion Sanders is, what he's saying is that, hey, I heard from God. And God wants me to do this. And this is where I do think, Theo, the HBCU folks get a little bit uh, upset with Dion because that rhetoric, the God led me here rhetoric, is what he dropped as well when Jackson State hired him. And I think that there were a lot around Jackson State and in the HBCUs that got caught up in the show that is Deion Sanders and truly believed that he thought that this was a calling for him to raise everybody up, for everybody to eat, that he was going to lead the charge. And then after three years, he's taken $5 million a year to go to Colorado, and it seems a little hollow. I don't blame him for doing that, but it's the words that he uses. It's the, the constant references to God that he uses. And this, I've been going back and forth and struggling all weekend with how I feel about how Deion Sanders has handled the last couple of days. Let me start with this just based off of that. Him announcing to his team that he was leaving. It was so self-aggrandizing. It was so self-centered. And I don't know if it's that Dion just loves talking about himself. And if I were that talented in a number of things like Dion is, I suppose I'd be the same way. But to me, Dion always feels like He's performing for the camera that's always around him. And I I don't know him. I'm sure he's genuine. His players seem to like him. But there's something wildly disingenuine that comes from his every move being filmed at all times and him sitting there. And that little clip was part of a 10-minute video where he announces he's leaving, which could have taken about 90 seconds, <laughs> and instead turned into a 10-minute uh, preach fest on life lessons yeah. and how we got to that point and why he's going to Colorado and what that means for everybody else be it now that he's leaving. Like, am I, am I off base by thinking that it's just it, – it, it could possibly rub someone the wrong way because it made me feel sort of uncomfortable. I, and I, I understand that, that part of it. And when I tell you, Ken, I got two people, two prominent people. Um, one of them, my, my former roommate in college, uh, Caleb Jackson, he's actually a lawyer in D.C., who wanted me to do like a, a joint op-ed with him about the whole situation of Dion leaving Jackson State for Colorado, what it meant for HBCU football, what it means in totality for what the stage he kind of set for more, more coaches to maybe take that route and use the HBCU football as a feeder system. 
But what you're talking about right now with Deion Sanders, it, it, disingenuine isn't the word because he's been like this since he was an 18, 19-year-old yeah, kid that him. we've seen. Like, so why are people acting shocked that Deion Sanders makes it about himself? Like, yeah. why are we – like, part of the reason why he got into college football coaching, I, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that it's because his son, Shador, mm-hmm. just so happened to line up and also be a college quarterback at the same time. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about here? He is – Deion Sanders. He's, his nickname is Primetime. It's always going to be about him, but uh, one of my many nicknames is Ten Toes Teddy. Um, <laughs> one of my many nicknames is that, and I like to say I am where I am, where my feet are. I, I like to be locked in on it, and he's similarly built the same way. Like When he's at Jackson State, he's going to profess that love. He's going to talk that out loud. He's going to say God led him there. Ten-digit Dion. Ten-digit Dion, and he wanted the ten-digit check. Yeah. And, and, and God, uh-huh. why would God block his blessing from the money that Colorado mm-hmm. was giving him? So, yes, God did lead him out of Jackson, Mississippi yeah. to Boulder, Colorado. I suppose you're right. That really is how Dion has God is always his been. But then there's God, God's, God's handling Dion's yeah. books. Uh, but then there's the introductory press conference. And, Stone, I am fascinated to hear <laughs> your insight on this because at the press conference, Dion, who brings Shador, his former five-star prospect quarterback who got some Heisman talk this year. He has been the quarterback the last two years at Jackson State. He is a supreme talent. He's obviously going with Coach Prime to Boulder. Uh, he, he legitimately had Shador stand up and introduced him to the assembled media and those around Colorado football. And you'll hear how Dion introduced his son in his introductory press conference at Colorado. Junior, stand up. Uh, yeah. He does all our social media, so all the stuff you've been seeing, that, that's him. The profanity is him as well. Is it? Where is uh, where is Shador? Shador? And this is your quarterback, right? He's going to have to earn it. Don't believe that. He's, he's going to have to earn it. Mm. Yeah. yeah the quarterback's going right. This is your quarterback, and then Dion, deep in the recesses of his self-centered mind, realized, oh, oh, I might need to reword that. I need to have it come off as if I'm breeding competition to the most important position on the field. Here's your quarterback. Oh, yeah, he's going to have to compete for it. Going to have to compete for it. Listen, we have a brain. We understand what's about to happen. But, Stone, you're the one who played quarterback in the college ranks, and you, I, we've never seen that before. We've never seen a coach have an introductory press conference where he just declares someone from the outside as his new starting quarterback. We're in historic un- uncharted territory how did you consume that all right well well my mind went to this place first the buffs were one in 11 so straight trash awful so that quarterback there he knows what time it is everybody knows <laughs> everybody <laughs> knows what time it is everybody knows what time it is <laughs> we're going to soon we're going to soon play a clip where he says i'm bringing my own luggage with me louis yeah. and, and he says, and he says it's louis which is he's talking about shador sanders a guy who i've watched pretty much Play every single Saturday in the FCS and white people. That's Louis Vuitton, by the way. <laughs> that would be not Louis the Third. No, no. So, so I love this. I respect this, and I think to Theo's point a second ago, like, so we're acting and we're reacting about what he said about God in the ten minute sit down that he had. 
It's just that this one's kind of come into the mainstream when if you were up to beat on Jackson State Twitter, like this was normal on your timeline. This, yeah. is, this is how it always was. Yes. This is how he always spoke. But now it's getting played in front of ears that haven't heard it before. So they're reacting and it's like, I've been listening. To me personally, somebody who like covers the FCS, I've been like, I've been hearing this dude talk like this for, for 12 months now. So I'm with it. He is bringing his own luggage. Shador is really good, and he's going to eventually make all of those quarterbacks hit the portal. By the way, <laughs> by the way, the uh, the starting quarterback for Colorado this year, J.T. Shrout, just over 1,200 yards passing. Uh, he had seven touchdowns to eight interceptions. They know what time it is, yes. as Stone said. They know what time it is. That was just so, for me, and I've been in college athletics for an awful long time, so is uh, Theo, and he's been around it. Stone has been in it, in it, like played in it. I have never heard a head coach, a newly minted head coach, go to the podium and announce, oh, from my school that I'm coming from, I introduce you, your new starting quarterback, and this one happens to be his son. It's just totally unprecedented. And then there is him meeting with the team for the very first time. Mm. Here's Deion Sanders telling the team, hey, some of you may want to start exploring the portal because I got some Louis Vuitton on the way to Boulder. We got a few positions already taken care of because I'm bringing my luggage with me. <laughs> and it's Louis. Okay. It ain't going to be no more of the mess that these wonderful fans, the student body, and some of your parents have put up with for probably two decades now. Man. I'm coming. And when I get here, it's gonna be changed. So I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in the portal and do whatever you're gonna get. Because the more you jump in, the more room you make. Because we bring Keys. That's smart. Say that smart. Smart. Tough. So he made them do this chant mm. as well mm. with all of his buzzwords. I love that he tells him, hey, a lot of you are going to have to start looking at the transfer portal. And then he still forces them to do <laughs> the, the, the Deion Sanders primetime foundation of the Colorado program chant. That is some big time uh, package move right there yeah. from Deion Sanders. Um, I am not overly familiar, in full transparency, I am not overly familiar with how the introductory meeting with the team goes. And so uh, reading about it today, there are a number of former college football players who are saying, hey, I, a lot of them go like that. A lot of these coaches, if they're genuine, they're up front saying, hey, a number of you probably aren't going to have a spot on this team or you're really, really going to have to work for it. Ed Orgeron, when he took over at Ole Miss, he, he ripped his shirt off and threatened or he, he challenged anybody to a fight that was, uh, on, uh, that was still sad about David Cutcliffe being fired from Ole Miss when he took over that program. Like, these things happen. Um, at first, it's off-putting, but I suppose if I'm a Colorado football player, I, I, I appreciate, A, Dion saying, hey, every position's open now at this point. Uh, you don't have a standing in this program, and you might want to make some alternate plans if you're not good with that. That's what, ultimately, after thinking about it, that came off to me. He's, he's – you kind of have to. Number one, it, maybe it's best that Deion Sanders went to a school that was 1-11 in the year before because then nobody can challenge you on any of the stuff that you want to do. Like nobody can test you out on that God complex that he obviously has. Right. But at the end of the day, like it, it was 
it was already assumed by anybody that wherever Deion Sanders went, he was going to bring at least five or so players with him, including his son, and also the transfer portal, not just going out, but coming in is about to be lit up. Like, the phone lines in Boulder are, are never going to be so lit. The hotline is going to be crazy. What would be the reaction, though, if Dion was on film? And that's the difference between introductory press co- or uh, meetings between coaches and their team for the first time. Uh, the difference between those coaches and Dion. Dion, everything he does is on camera. Mm. We're seeing everything that he does because his life is a documentary by design. Could you imagine... It, the difference between Dion saying that to a team at Colorado, a feckless Colorado team, where they're terrible, like you said, and uh, there's nobody who fears them. There's nobody in power who's going to step in and try and check Dion compared to if he got the Auburn job. Could you imagine some of those boosters and some of that fan base if yeah. they saw Dion do that in an Auburn meeting room, especially geographically, especially with that school and where it's located? I can assure you that there would be an SEC Paul Feinbaum uh, apocalyptic meltdown from that. Now, I hear that. But you know what would shut them up is a tweet like this. This is this morning, 7.13 a.m. from a wide receiver who currently plays under Nick Saban at the University of Alabama, Trey Sanders. This tweet goes, you got room for me, Unc? Tags Dion, tags Colorado Buff football. Like, Auburn fans would, would, would shut it down a little bit Like once they're realizing the caliber of kids that he's able to recruit that are able to hit his portal and stuff right now. You're talking about... A kid coached by Nick Saban saying, you got room for me, Unc. So I, th- I feel like something like that would quiet that down, but I do hear you. How did Nick Saban – or how did Nick Saban? Now you've got me thinking about Saban. <laughs> we'll, get to Saban in a, we'll get to Saban in a moment because that dude and his plea for his team to get into the college football playoff was wildly off-putting. Um, but uh, how did Deion Sanders handle the weekend? How did he handle his Jackson State-Colorado transition? How do you think Coach Prime handled his weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us – at KLV 106.3, that's 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV 106.3. After hearing all of that, how do you think Deion Sanders handled himself? How do you think he handled the weekend? 888-760-3776. I, I'm going to give him a C. Because, again, I think that no matter where he goes, he is the main attraction. He knows that he's going to be as good for Colorado from that standpoint as he was for Jackson State. The stakes are a little bit higher in the Pac-12. The coaching uh, talent, at least at most of those schools in the Pac-12, are probably a bit more serious than what he experienced in the SWAC. Uh, so a lot of that story still has to be written. But I... I, I Ended up being okay with how he addressed the team when he met him with the first time. I still can't believe he walked up to a podium in an introductory press conference and introduced the new quarterback from the outside. But like Stone said, like it makes sense. He's not beating around the bush. Everybody knows uh, with a working frontal cortex what's going to happen. But then it's the, I got a call from God, 10-minute unnecessarily long farewell to his football team that's the one where it was so self-centered and to the point of ridiculousness I think that he handled it okay but it left a lot to be desired the way Dion exited Jackson State because again it was all Dion all the time and the kids are left on the outside looking in with everything that happens with Dion Sanders I don't know man I don't know Dion is is we (sighs) 
I just I'm, I hate the rhetoric, and I was looking through some of the rhetoric around Deion Sanders, and I just I don't like people trying to block a brother like that, trying to move on and progress in his college career, dog. I'm not saying he shouldn't leave Jackson State. What I'm saying is that just from a personality standpoint, I could see where people are irked. Because, again, that farewell to his team was all about him. All about him. All about how God's guiding him. All about how it's God's plan. Uh, It's just – and I know that's his personality, but good God is it grating. And it's something that I think maybe works – at Jackson State, but will it work at Colorado? Will it work in the Pac-12? Will it work in big money, big business college football? I just don't know. I don't know because if things start to go poorly, and that's the thing, Dion never experienced that at Jackson State. There were never really any low football moments. What happens? How defensive does he get? How combative does he get? Because there's so much pride there and because there's so much belief that God has left me here. Say in year two, they're two and five. Mm-hmm. How is he going to handle that? And my prediction is poorly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing about Deion Sanders too. I feel like if it does go bad, it will go bad. And like a either way, it's going to be we're, it's going to be televised. Like you said, we're going to see every part of it. And if it does go bad, I'm worried about that. But also the bar, I don't know if it's ever been lower. I don't know if the, they were one and eleven. It's Colorado. I mean, what are they going to be? Picket fence, like rooting for him to get out of it. It's Colorado, like which, which oh is, yeah, it's and that's a good spot from that standpoint because yeah. it's not like there's uh, you know just based on on geographics. It's not again. Auburn, right? It's exactly, not, yeah. exactly. You you are in one of the more liberal places in the country. It's not like there's not going to be patience, especially because it's a football program that's done nothing in twenty years. Yeah, yeah, and all they got to do is win five games next year, and then maybe seven <laughs> games yeah. the year after, and it's a success. So. But Stone, you see what I'm saying though? Like, say things don't go as planned for. Dion, and there's no guarantee that things are going to go as planned for Dion because he's going to have to tap into the Southern California recruiting market. When Colorado's been at its best, it's been because they've been bringing in Cali kids. To my knowledge, Dion doesn't have overly wide recruiting connections in the state of California. If things go poorly, you can see where that 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 brash personality could create problems, right? Yeah, and this was part of our conversation that me, you, and Theo had last Monday where Theo kind of wanted him to go bigger and better, and I was like, wait, wait, you know, Colorado is a place where you can come up with your own excuses. Like, people are going to believe you. We just talked about the bar being so low. These guys were 1-11, so 4-7, and and 4-8 is good for these fans right now. So they're allowed, I think he's allowed to fail, and ultimately this is a stepping stone for him right now. So I don't see it being as harsh as it can be. I watched, sat down and watched every single game in the FCS playoffs this weekend, and here are some attendance numbers. The most attended game was 16,397. How many butts in the seats did Dion have this weekend in the SWAC Championship versus Southern? That'd be 55,754 yeah. people. Like, he brings the noise. You just got to win some games, and everyone will be okay. That's the good thing about Colorado is now their season tickets are going to be taken yeah. care Ooh. of for the next four or five years without question. I just, I don't know. I still have so many unanswered questions about Deion Sanders as a coach, and he deserves this opportunity. Make no mistake. I just, if, this is going to sound weird, but if he, say something went wrong with Norvell and he took over at Florida State, I'd feel much more comfortable with him there than I do at Colorado. Mm. Because, again, I know, I know that the bar is so much higher at Florida State, but also that works in your favor because how hard is it to say come play for Coach Prime in Tallahassee? Hold on, no. As opposed to Boulder, Colorado. I I think. Recruiting to Boulder, and I've been sold on this more over the past 24 hours. Recruiting to Boulder might be right up his alley. I mean, number one, Colorado is beautiful. Colorado is a nice scenic place when you take recruits <laughs> out there, right? Also, hey, 
there's some legality things in Colorado that kind of puts it a bar above some of these other states that are kind of behind the eight ball. But I think for the first time, unlike any <laughs> hire we've ever seen, it don't matter where he's it's at. Prime. Like prime. it don't matter that they're in Boulder right now. I think he's excited more so to recruit Cali kids because he knows he's already got the kids in the South on lock. Yeah. So it's like an extra challenge for him. We know USC's going to the SEC. He wants to be in the conversation with Lincoln. Like, it's wide open. Wait, this is he's beautiful. A dude. He's a but dude. How, let me, before we take a break, let me ask you. The Colorado job is not a desirable job. That's become abundantly clear. Dion is there. There's going to be a lot of buzz around it. How many college football coaches currently employed would you trust to go to Boulder and be able to turn that around where they could compete for Ooh. a Pac-12 championship or go to the college football playoff? Not Mario. Uh, yeah, I got one, and that's Deion Sanders. It's a really so, good question. So, but, so this is what I'm saying, though, is that we're getting caught up in Deion mania because Deion was awesome at Jackson State, because we like Deion, and because he's such a unique personality. But I'd be willing to bet that the only people that the majority of people listening right now feel comfortable going to Colorado and getting that thing going are Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, Dabo Swinney, maybe Lincoln Riley. Like, I'm telling you, so you're comfortable putting Deion Sanders in a conversation with guys who are consistently in the playoff and have consistently won national championships because Deion is Deion. Deion is a cult of personality. You're comfortable putting him in those names. 100% because college football can always be boiled down to one thing, and that's if you can get the five and four stars to commit to you. He got the only ever five-star player to come and play FCS football in Travis Hunter, and he brought him to Jackson, Mississippi. Deion Sanders, at the very least, has proven to us that he can be an elite recruiter, so I think, yeah, he has to be in the conversation with those guys. Oh, boy. How? Not, not coaching-wise, but at least recruiting-wise. We'll see what he's like coaching in Power 5. So, so how did you think Deion Sanders handled the weekend, and what's your prediction for Deion Sanders at Colorado? What is your prediction for Deion Sanders at Colorado? Can he bring them to Pac-12 glory? Can he get them into a college football playoff? Is he going to crash and burn? Is he going to be there five, six years? They're a middle-of-the-road Power 5 team, and then he goes elsewhere or gets fired. What's your prediction for Deion Sanders at Colorado, and how did he handle the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888 Seven six zero three seven seven six and tweeted us at KLV one zero six three. That's eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. And I do not do not want any of this to be misconstrued that anybody is rooting against Deion Sanders because I think all three of us really want to see this thing get going. Like, how fun would that be if Dion could, with that personality, grading or not, get Colorado into some sort of of, of freight train, unstoppable, rolling down the tracks, uh, kicking people's asses? I'd be into that. But there's a lot of combustible variables in the way here and a lot of question marks here. Deion Sanders, what's your prediction for him at Colorado? How did he handle the weekend? 888-760-3776. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Well, you need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Want to know the power of Dion? 
I, in a top 50 United States market in South Florida, started my radio show talking about Colorado football. That's the power of Dion. What's your prediction for Dion Sanders at Colorado? 888-760-3776 and tweeted us at KLV1063. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. I keep doing that, Theo. Colorado University Mm. head football coach, Deion Sanders. Get him right. You see his University of Chicago, Ken. Yeah, you're right. By the way, Division Two uh, men's soccer champions. That's right. First uh, women's head coach to yep. win a men's yep. national championship. Exactly. First what? woman head coach to ever win a men's title in college. This fun fact Monday yeah, it is. or Friday? What's, what's the day? Today's Monday. Monday. It's Monday. Um, okay. All right. Masterful fact Monday. Okay. You need alliteration there. You're right. You're yeah. right. Uh, um, we'll come up with something better. Yeah, because that wasn't really good either. Yeah, uh, Jason Masterson on Twitter. Dion will never... Uh, allow himself to be fired. God will call him to another program before that happens. Meaningful Memento Monday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really good. You know what I'm saying? I can tell this man's in TV. Yeah, come on. Now. Um, by the way, if Jason thinks that Dion <laughs> will never allow himself to be fired and God's going to call him to another program before that happens, does that mean that Scott Satterfield is the white coach prime? Because how in <laughs> God's name did that happen? Scott Satterfield, who Louisville fans for the last three years have been trying to fire is now going to the Big 12 as the head coach of Cincinnati. How does that happen? Nobody wanted him at Louisville, and he parlayed it into a Big 12 job. I like it. It's because fans have no idea what they're talking about. Scott Satterfield, though, is objectively not a good coach, but he is good enough to squeak into bowl eligibility every year and make himself employable, and it's paid off. Gotta go get it's the wild. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, great for him. But the last thing I thought I would be talking about, other than Colorado University head football coach Deion Sanders, is Scott Satterfield, Big 12 coach. It's crazy to me. Uh, We should play a good old-fashioned game of grade the college football hires, by the way, Stone. I feel like that's right up your alley. 100%. I'll get some sound ready for that. I love that. Yeah, I think we might have to play grade the hires. Deion Sanders, A+. That's like A++. Right there. We'll just grade him right there, and we'll do Scott Satterfield. Uh, let's go to the phones. How is how is Deion Sanders going to do at Colorado? What's your prediction for Coach Prime at Colorado, and how did he handle the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's kick things off with the man, Tony, in West Palm. What's up, Tony? What up, fellas? What's going on? We got Mo Larry and Curly up on the mic today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, fe- hey, fellas, look, I'm, as far as um, Deion Sanders goes, yo, I don't like the fact that he bounced, you know what I'm saying, from Jackson State. I think he should have gave us some more time, but business is business, right? So we all understand that. Yep. So moving moving on, it has to be what it is. All right. He talked to them young kids the way that it has to be. You know what I mean? He basically said, you know what I mean? If you're not feeling this team, step off. And yeah. for them kids that feel like, oh, oh, is he trying me? That's gonna, you know what I mean? That's gonna, you know, light a fire under them. Sure. And if they don't want to light a fire, then they they can bounce. You know what I'm saying? Like I have, straight up. I have a question eight, though, Tony. Yeah. I didn't mean yeah. to cut you yeah. off, but I, I wanted to. Did, nah, you good? You good? What about it bothers you personally that Deion Sanders, after three years at Jackson State, 
is moving on to a power five job. Like what what is the problem in that? No, nah, I just think he I think you should give him some more time and just, you know, built up some more for that team or maybe another team in in HBCU. Just, you know what I mean, that's that's all. I think give it some more time, you know what I mean? Put some more put some more games on TV, you know what I mean? Because people was putting games on TV because basically he was there, you know what I'm saying? So put some more spotlight and all that, you know what I mean? And again, to that point, Tony, to that point, Tony, what Mm -hmm. we were talking about earlier, like, Theo, he he took that job at Jackson State. He sat in that basketball arena at Jackson State, and he talked about, much like he did with Colorado, God has called me here to lift up young black men and HBCUs and Jackson State, but apparently God's calling is only three years long. Yeah. Sometimes, it is. <laughs> hey, it, it, like I said, business is business. And look, I've been to FAMU, I've been to Bethune Cookman. I love yo. Those are the. Oh my God! I wish I would have been smart and went to a school like that. Cause oh, yo, word up, that's that was my home. I, I felt home. Mom. You know what I'm saying? But yo, on, on some next level, I think as far as a coach, he's gonna do awesome because yo, he had to know the defense and he also had to know the offense. He knows how to read quarterbacks, so he can he can give a piece of knowledge to quarterbacks, wide receivers, defense, and recruiting-wise, yo, Cali, he can call up E-40. He, yo, he's homies with E-40 we, and all the people. Like, yo, <laughs> let me get your nephews up in here. Let's do this. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, one love to y'all, as always. You know what I mean? I'm, this is this the show. Jeanette Javier, wherever you are in the world, peace to y'all. One <laughs> yeah. love, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you, Tony. And at last check, uh, Jeanette was in um, South Florida. I actually, uh, we texted with her uh, yesterday. I he's think everywhere. that's where she is. She's yeah. everywhere. Everywhere, at all times. She's omnipresent. Uh, Phil is in Boynton. What's going on, Phil? All right, no Philly, but we will go to Ernesto in Boynton Beach. Ernie, what's up, brother? What's up, guys? Um, Yeah, that was uh, wild. Like, we didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah, he was bouncing. Come on, guys. He was getting the bag. He did what he did for for what he did for that, for the swag. You you don't seem to understand. Before before Deanne left, to go to the swag. There was no coach. Now, all of a sudden, there's Eddie George. I forgot. There's a couple other players that came back to the Well, let's not forget, though, they're, they're right. the, the, the winningest coach in the history of college football came from – he's not coaching anymore. Grambling. Grambling. But, but, but he Grambling. came from an Grambling. HBCU. Grambling. I mean, I know Davis. that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so, sir. Yes, I, sir. I, like, in, like Willie Simmons, I mean, HBCU head coach. So it's not like there was nothing there, but he raised the profile. Correct. He just raised the profile in terms of because I mean they were, I mean they, they didn't have the facilities in Jackson State. Did you see what they had prior to, yeah. to Dion getting there? He they had nothing, man. They had a puddle for a pool. I mean they had nothing, man. Now don't I don't know why people are getting upset that he was going to leave? Come on, there are other coaches in the top uh, in Division One that have been leaving the D one uh, uh, schools for, from. Decades ago, man, for hundreds of years, there have been coaches leaving. All of a sudden, Dion leaves, and then people going to have a problem? Y'all guys better wake up. He was going to leave no matter what. As soon as he got the program up to par, which he did day, and from day one, once he brought it up to par, everybody was looking at him. Now, the minute that he got his chance, he got it. And, and, and you guys, I, I, I do don't, uh, what I don't like, it is his approach about religion. But that is Dion. That's his thing. Whatever. Yeah, he's a preacher. I just don't. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't like that because you know. Trust me, God had nothing to do with you going to where you're going to. Where you're, yeah. yeah, you know. God didn't wake up and said, "Yo, you know, oh Dion, get that back to Colorado." It wasn't. It, that wasn't it, bro. That wasn't it. And you know, I, I didn't like that fact. He should. He should just been real. 
real about it and said, look, I got money in Colorado. I was getting my bag and now I'm going to go. Like the way he went into that, <laughs> the way he went into that boardroom and he told the players in Colorado, all right, you guys going on to the portal right now, tomorrow, the portal's going to be ready for you guys. I like that. Oh, you can be honest about, you know, who you're going to send to the portal, but you can't be honest of the reason you're there? Come on, Dion. Be for real, bro. Have a yeah. good day, guys. Uh, I appreciate you, Ernie. <laughs> it is funny. God works in mysterious ways. Oh, yeah. Generally, though, God is calling you to the Amazon to do missionary work, or God is calling you to Somalia to help the, the hungry and the less fortunate. For Dion, God called him to Boulder, Colorado, to coach college football. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest with you, Ken, I, I you know, uh, this is bold, and I know I, I'm young, but I don't see a difference between the two. He is coming to help a bunch of young men out in the same way that somebody going on a mission trip hey. would. I think it's the same exact thing. <laughs> they need Boy, God. is that reckless? <laughs> they, they need God. They need God yes. in in, uh, in Boulder, Colorado, right now on that football roster. They do need God. So <laughs> yeah, they, that is true. They they do need a little of God's attention. That's a great point. I do love Stone uh, equating living uh, in a leaky thatched roof hut in remote. <laughs> areas of Brazil to a kid on full scholarship in Boulder, Colorado. The leaky hut is the one in 11 Colorado Buffaloes. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. he's coming to help underprivileged kids, right, who, who don't have their way right now, who are lost, who are getting blah, blah, blah. I mean, I could go on. I guess or it's he's reckless. Them out. I'll it is, stop. It's a little reckless, but he's, he, he, some of those kids, he's not even helping. He's telling them yeah. to leave. And it's true. I sure. say reckless, but who, who are we to say what, sure. what God is deciding? Sure. Hey, again, he works in mysterious ways. Everybody, I don't know. Everybody can't go on the same mission trip, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, God God has to delegate certain people mm. to certain places. Like, do you really want Deion Sanders trying to go figure that out in a third world <laughs> country? Or do you true. want him doing what he's doing best? It's that's, coaching football. He's leading men, leading yeah. young men. That's and he true. has been a huge help. Like, I don't want to downplay that. Like, he's been a huge help. What he did at Jackson State, um, especially years removed, people are going to grow to accept it and, and, and not worship, I'm sorry, praise it even more uh, years to come after. It's just a little sore spot right now. Jamal is in West Palm. Hey, Jamal. Hey, how are you? Can you hear me clear? I hear you perfect, brother. All right, perfect. Um, um, just speaking on the God situation at first, um, I, 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 I 100% agree with what the other guy just said. We cannot um, tell someone else their relationship with God. We can't determine that for someone else. Yeah. So if Deion Sanders truly believes that God called him to Colorado, then that's what he believes. I don't think we should have been on air. Um, dictating somebody else's relationship with God, and I'm not even a spirit. I'm not even a spiritual person. But um, my second point, I do believe that if he, if I was Dion, I would take my, some of my assistants with me. Some guys that they wouldn't even get the opportunity to coach at that next level, get paid that much amount of money, because Dion isn't the only one that's going to get paid more. It's the people that he's going to work with. Yeah. So I do believe that. He is taking more lives than we all realize it. And to go back to the other call, I agree with him 100%. He did a lot for Jackson State. He did a lot for Jackson State. So what more do we want up in that? I believe that um, the way that he handled the Colorado press conference, that's Dion. He's qualified. And I don't think that we should confide to a certain way because certain people don't like it because those certain people would never like it. So no matter if you was at Auburn or BYU, because I understand what you guys say when you say that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Cool. But I don't think that because black folks, you know, I'm a 29-year-old African-American, right? I don't think that we should have to put ourselves in the box to fit the idea of somebody else who's mm. 
I mean, let's call them for what they are. You know, they don't, you know, let's call them for what they are. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, think no, 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 for sure. And I'm not saying he should change. I'm not saying he should change. What I'm saying, though, is that Dion's unabashedly Dion. Dion being unabashedly Dion, even if he wasn't in Colorado, has always found a way to rub people the wrong way, and especially when you're dealing with young men. And so that that's my only point here. And you can't you can't lie and say that it isn't going to be a complete culture shock, him going to Boulder, Colorado. No, it is. Fascinating no, to see how that's going to work I'm, out. But he should not conform to who people think he should be. Absolutely not. Yeah, I, I, I... I agree. I agree that it's going to be a culture shock, but sometimes culture shock is good, right? Oh, for sure. Mm. I hope this works. I mean, Jamal, make no mistake. I hope this works. Uh huh. Because the people that is shocking are the people that need to be shocked. Hell yeah! Damn right. You know. Mm. So, so, so. I mean, I feel like, and and again, um, I have my my uncle, and I don't, I don't want to go on, but my uncle, he used to block for um, Steve McNair at Mm -hmm. Alabama State. Mm -hmm. Uncle is in the Hall of Fame for Alabama State. He he loves saying Dion Sanders isn't flat. Dion Sanders isn't flat. I said, yeah, he's not flat. But what did he do for the conference? Why are we overlooking what he did for the conference? Yeah. And, and then I come up with this as well. I say sometimes we have to give Dion Sanders his credit because what if he would have failed at Dr. Fate? Like what, what what would that be the one? He never coached again. Somebody, I feel like Dion. I feel like Dion Sanders opened the door wide open. Yeah. Well, make no mistake, some of the people, and Jamal, appreciate the call, some of the people that are now angry at Deion Sanders for leaving uh, the swack behind and leaving Jackson State uh, were also rooting for him to fail when he got to Jackson State because they didn't want him coming in and taking all the shine. Yeah. They didn't want him that. to succeed. They didn't want him to succeed. So, um, by the way, God is is telling me to break. So, yes. um, so we're gonna we're gonna break. We'll come back. Break, we have a lot Ken. to do. That was a terrible God impression. You know, oh, 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 I have a new uh, coaching grade thing here, Matt Rule. <laughs> All right, let's go to break. Let's go to break. <laughs> Matt Rule, Nebraska gets the old the old uh, bad grade as well. An F from Stone Lebanowitz. He is uh, Theo Dorsey, WPTV <laughs> News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. I'm Ken the Big I'm live. I'm ESPN One Hundred Six Three. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, man, do I love the bright line. I just like trains in general, but then when they're fast and they're air-conditioned and you can get food and drink on them and you can spread out and they create less stress in your life. Oh, yeah, and they're yellow. That makes me happy. And I get all those things. Checks every box with Brightline. It's a dream come true. Brightline. Go brightline.com. Free Brightline app. I know a bunch of people, actually, who took the Brightline from West Palm this weekend, took it to the Fort Lauderdale station, headed over the beach for the music festival. Muse played there. If I was not on the road with FAU basketball, you know where Ken LaVica would have been? On the Brightline, going to see Muse on the beach in Fort Lauderdale. Heat game? Buzzer beater train. We talk about it all the time. Worth reiterating. Get that premium seat. You don't have to, but Stone, you agree with me. Do something for yourself, right? Yeah, you have to, and you got to think about what you can eat and drink in that that premium lounge and everything. I'm of with you. Of course, man. That premium seating, that is the uh, that's the way to go. That's the first class stuff. You walk in, there's a lounge in each of the stations. You get a snack, and then you get a drink. And of course, I'm always going to ask for the Pinot Noir because nice red. That's right. 
makes you warm inside, gets you ready for the train. I'm going to have another Pinot on the train as well because they have the beverage cart that comes through. Thanks for the double Pinot, Brightline. You're welcome. As I go down to the heat game. Thank you, Pierre. You're welcome, Ken. <laughs> uh, I wish that Brightline had more of the French attendance on the train. But bring it down to Miami Central Station. Walk the two and a half blocks to the Heat Arena. See the Heat win. Now that Jimmy's back. And then three trains after the final horn. Get you back in style. Brightline. GoBrightline.com. Get the free Brightline app. Get your passes. Do it with the family. That is Brightline. Um, what about uh, Stone Tom Herman, FAU head coach? How are we grading that one out? Oh, man, that is too easy, Ken. Come on. That is that's an A. That's an A plus, honestly, right that there. We know I that. Thought. Can we give him the same grade as Dion? I'll say A minus. I like Tom Herman. A minus for me. A minus for Theo. Yeah, there it's still good. It's just not. It can't can't put it on the same playing field as my guy Dion. I hear you. I oh. will say this. Uh, I thought for sure that Tom Herman was going to Cincinnati, and now Scott Satterfield is, and Tom Herman ends up at FAU, which I think is a complete steal a win. for Florida Atlantic. That's I mean, a, win. a total, total steal for FAU. Speaking of FAU, uh, Florida Atlantic is going to play host of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. That comes up December 20th, 7 p.m. ESPN on Howard Schnellenberger Field. And when we come back, the executive director of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl is going to tell us a bit about the game. It is Liberty, the independent on its way to Conference USA with a new head coach in Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina taking on the Rockets out of Toledo. The MAC champions after they beat Ohio in the MAC title game on Saturday. How about that for a pump up? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Liberty and Toledo in the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. The executive director, our man and barbecue aficionado, our insider, Doug Mosley, joins us next. He's Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Here's a message from Ken Levicka. Prime time headed to the swag capital of the world, Boulder, Colorado. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up. Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone, I don't know about you, but I think we told Theo last week that primetime wasn't about that HBCU life anymore. <laughs> he wasn't about it anymore. Now he's looking for $5 million a year, and I think he's he might have found it. getting that bag. Well, at least, well, according to the AD at Colorado, they don't have the money yet, but he will be getting that it'll, bag. I don't know what that means. They put Dion on layaway? <laughs> they I did. Have no idea what that. Yeah, are they shelving Dion until they finally get the money? I have no idea how that works. Hey, he he's, he's not too worried about it. It'll come from somewhere. Yeah, not, not worried about it. No problem at all. I tell you what, Dion's going to make sure you know uh, that he doesn't have his money yet. I'm just telling you oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deion Sanders, the head coach at the University of Colorado. Hmm. I think it's Colorado yep. University. It is Colorado University. You're right. <laughs> it's uh, CU. It's even on their helmets. You that's, better get that right. You know what happened when they called him Dion instead of Coach Prime? 
You better get that right, Ken. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. You know what happened when they – yeah, no, no, no. They they called him Dion, and he just wanted to be called Coach. Coach, like, yeah. Period. Yeah. He just wanted Coach, period. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, I'd like to apologize to the family and friends of Dion Sanders and all of Colorado Buffalo Nation. It is Colorado University. Ken Levick alive on a Monday here on ESPN 106.3. The free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29 in his regular Monday spot. Full disclosure, they are in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the sunny and, well, cooler, sort of comfortable, intracoastal. I, because we don't lie to anybody on this show, guys, full transparency, uh, I got back from Eastern Michigan where FAU basketball and Stone, what do you know about FAU hoops? What do you know about FAU hoops right now. Listen, I know that they're not only winning games, not by 10 points or 20, but they're blowing teams out by <laughs> 30 points right now, and they got one blemish on the schedule right now, Ken. These boys are rolling. Yep, that's right, and that was at Ole Miss. Theo, 101 73. Mm. FAU mm. takes down Eastern Michigan yesterday. But I got back from that trip at about 3 a.m., and uh, the last thing my body felt like doing was getting in the car and going into the office. So I am at the Lavica Estate in northern Broward County. Um, but following closely Deion Sanders all week, and so an expected win over Southern. And uh, it was the worst kept secret in college football that Deion Sanders was going to Colorado. Since we talked about it on Tuesday, Theo, from about 30. Thursday on, we all knew what the end result of this was going to be. We knew he was going to Colorado. There were no secrets here. And since then, it's been nothing short of of everything great about Deion Sanders. Just uh, him playing the whole thing up, him and his personality, him walking into Boulder, Colorado, and really, truly no one knowing what to actually do with him or make of him because he comes into Boulder, Colorado, which of all of the college jobs in the country, all of the college football coaching jobs, I would argue, Theo, that Colorado is a top five white college football coaching job. (laughs) And Deion it's, Sanders has has it. It's awesome. It's hilarious. He is about to turn Boulder, Colorado into something it never knew it had the oh, potential to be. That's, it's going to be amazing. And But you know what, though? The funny thing about this is Colorado was good in, in Prime's heyday, so I think he also has this vision of what it was when they were like winning. What was that, right. like the 90s? Yeah. So it's, it's almost like as if somebody came and took over the Miami Hurricanes in 2022. Oh, uh, wait, is that? Oh, oh. It just didn't have that to do soon? that. Okay, I'm sorry. Hey. Man, I'll backpedal. It's just awesome. Like Boulder, Colorado <laughs> is now Birkenstocks and one proud black man. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot wait for how this is going to go down. I have to think other top five whitest college football coaching jobs. Wyoming's in there still. Oh, BYU's gotta, number one. That's, BYU, <laughs> yeah, B, BYU is the forever undefeated whitest college coaching job. That's a great call. <laughs> then you've got Wyoming. Then you've got Colorado. Maybe Anything like in a, mountain time. Yeah, Anything Boise in mountain State. <laughs> Liberty. Yeah. Liberty is, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, I uh, can't wait to see Liberty in the RoofClaim.com Tone Bowl December 20th, 7 p.m. It is Liberty and Toledo from FAU Stadium. We'll talk with Doug Mosley. He is the executive director of the Boca Raton Bowl. I don't think we're going to ask him if he thinks Liberty is a top five <laughs> white college football coaching job. Um, but but I, I wanted to get a sense first, before we dive into this, Theo, I am fascinated to hear as someone who attended an HBCU like you did at Hampton, 
if you feel as if Deion Sanders is turning his back on HBCUs, as if he has screwed HBCUs, as if he is um, leaving Jackson State and he has disrespected the institution and institutions that make up HBCUs, because I have found the reaction to him leaving from the HBCU community extremely perplexing because it appears as if there's a lot of anger directed towards Coach Prime. Yeah, that, that most of the people that are actually like voicing their opinions and are mad are people that are either misguided or not educated enough on what the state of college football is. Like nobody who's actually in the know is actually up in arms about Deion Sanders, who gave three years to Jackson State football, who elevated that program to a point where he's about to not just win the SWAC championship, but go and win the Celebration Bowl um, to a point that they never even assumed they would be in three years prior. Uh, Deion Sanders, what he did for that program and HBCU football in general, um, I think everybody can grow to appreciate. The only thing I'm pissed off about with Deion Sanders is why he picked Jackson State. Why couldn't he go to Hampton University <laughs> and turn my Pirates up, dog? We need it. But, yeah, no, nobody, no, no hard feelings for Deion. You got to go get the bag. I also just didn't think, like we talked about um, just last week, I didn't think Colorado was a big enough stage for him. But again, I mean, I mean, he knows better than here's, I. So. Here is, but here's my counter to that. Now is, I don't think that the school, when it comes to Deion Sanders, dictates what the stage is. I think Deion Sanders dictates mm. what the stage is. He showed and us that. You're right. I think that Colorado is because of Deion Sanders now going to become uh, one of the premier talked about schools. I'm not talking about whether or not they're going to be good at football under Deion, but man, are they going to have a ton of attention on them? Maybe more attention than they've ever gotten, and they've won a national championship in college football. Yeah. Um, so I, I want you to listen to, after the win over Southern over the weekend, uh, rivalry game, Jackson State with the win, they win the SWAC. Uh, Deion Sanders formally announced to his team that he was leaving for Colorado. And Stone, if we could, just the, the excerpt of him talking about how he believes that a higher power has been involved mm-hmm. in 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 his decision to go to Colorado. Here's Deion Sanders on his relationship with the man above and why he's leaving Jackson State. I'm not tired of fighting whatsoever, but if I heard God's voice on coming, don't second guess of my hearing ability. I know God, and I know when he shifts, and I know when he moves, and I know how he gets down with me. I'll wait, I'll wait. I always questioned things when I was a player. How can you be so dominant and have to play for five football teams? That don't make sense to me. I ask God that often. But then I had to understand when he's taking you from faith to faith, from glory to glory, and allowing you to provoke change in different places, that's why he would allow me to play for five darn football teams and four baseball teams, because it doesn't suppose to happen like that. But I understand the calling that he has on my life. Basically, Deion Sanders is what he's saying is that, hey, I heard from God. 
and God wants me to do this. And this is where I do think, Theo, the HBCU folks get a little bit uh, upset with Dion because that rhetoric, the God led me here rhetoric, is what he dropped as well when Jackson State hired him. And I think that there were a lot around Jackson State and in the HBCUs that got caught up in the show that is Deion Sanders and truly believed that he thought that this was a calling for him to raise everybody up, for everybody to eat, that he was going to lead the charge. And then after three years, he's taken $5 million a year to go to Colorado, and it seems a little hollow. I don't blame him for doing that, but it's the words that he uses. It's the, the constant references to God that he uses. And this, I've been going back and forth and struggling all weekend with how I feel about how Deion Sanders has handled the last couple of days. Let me start with this just based off of that. Him announcing to his team that he was leaving. It was so self-aggrandizing. It was so self-centered. And I don't know if it's that Dion just loves talking about himself. And if I were that talented in a number of things like Dion is, I suppose I'd be the same way. But to me, Dion always feels like He's performing for the camera that's always around him. And I I don't know him. I'm sure he's genuine. His players seem to like him. But there's something wildly disingenuine that comes from his every move being filmed at all times and him sitting there. And that little clip was part of a 10-minute video where he announces he's leaving, which could have taken about 90 seconds <laughs> and instead turned into a 10-minute uh, preach fest on life lessons yeah. and how we got to that point and why he's going to Colorado and what that means for everybody else be it now that he's leaving. Like, am I, am I off base by thinking that it's just it, – it, it could possibly rub someone the wrong way because it made me feel sort of uncomfortable. I, and I, I understand that, that part of it. And when I tell you, Ken, I got two people, two prominent people. Um, one of them, my, my former roommate in college, uh, Caleb Jackson, he's actually a lawyer in D.C., who wanted me to do like a, a joint op-ed with him about the whole situation of Dion leaving Jackson State for Colorado, what it meant for HBCU football, what it means in totality for what the stage he kind of set for more, more coaches to maybe take that route and use the HBCU football as a feeder system. But what you're talking about right now with Dion Sanders, it, it, disingenuine isn't the word because he's been like this since he was an 18, yeah, 19 year old kid that we've seen. Like, so why are people acting shocked that Deion Sanders makes it about himself? Like, yeah. why are we, like, part of the reason why he got into college football coaching, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that it's because his son, Shador, mm-hmm. just so happened to line up and also be a college quarterback at the same time. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about here? He is Deion Sanders. He's, his nickname is Primetime. It's always going to be about him. But uh, one of my many nicknames is Ten Toes Teddy. Um, <laughs> one of my many nicknames is that. And I like to say I am where I am, where my feet are. I, I like to be locked in on it. And he's similarly built the same way. Like when he's at Jackson State, he's going to profess that love. He's going to talk that out loud. He's going to say God led him there. Ten-digit Dion. Ten-digit di- ten Dion. And he wanted the ten-digit check. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and God, uh-huh. why would God block his blessing from the money that Colorado mm-hmm. was giving him? So, yes, God did lead him out of Jackson, Mississippi yeah. to Boulder, Colorado. I suppose you're right. That really is how Dion has God always is his been. 
But then <laughs> there's God, God's God's handle in Dion's yeah. books. Uh, but then there's the introductory press conference. And Stone, I am fascinated to hear <laughs> your insight on this because at the press conference, Dion, who brings Shador, his former five-star prospect quarterback who got some Heisman talk this year. He has been the quarterback the last two years at Jackson State. He is a supreme talent. He's obviously going with Coach Prime to Boulder. Uh, he, he legitimately had Shador stand up and introduced him to the assembled media and those around Colorado football. And you'll hear how Dion introduced his son in his introductory press conference at Colorado. Junior, stand up. Uh, yeah. He does all our social media, so all the stuff you've been seeing, that, that's him. The profanity is him as well, is it? <laughs> where's uh, where's Shador? Shador? And this is your quarterback, right? <laughs> he's gonna have to earn it. Don't believe that. He's he's gonna have to earn it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The quarterback's gonna- right. This is your quarterback, and then Dion, deep in the recesses of his self-centered mind, realized, oh, oh, I might need to reword that. I need to have it come off as if I'm breeding competition to the most important position on the field. Here's your quarterback. Oh, yeah, he's going to have to compete for it. Going to have to compete for it. Listen, we have a brain. We understand what's about to happen. But, Stone, you're the one who played quarterback in the college ranks. And you, I, we've never seen that before. We've never seen a coach have an introductory press conference where he just declares someone from the outside as his new starting quarterback. We're in historic un- uncharted territory how did you consume that all right well well my mind went to this place first the buffs were one in 11 so straight trash awful so that quarterback there he knows what time it is everybody knows <laughs> everybody <laughs> knows what time it is everybody knows what time it is <laughs> we're going to soon we're going to soon play a clip where he says i'm bringing my own luggage with me louis yeah. and, and he says, and he says it's louis which is he's talking about shador sanders a guy who i've watched pretty much Play every single Saturday in the FCS and white people. That's Louis Vuitton, by the way. <laughs> that would be not Louis the Third. No, no. So, so I love this. I respect this, and I think to Theo's point a second ago, like, so we're acting and we're reacting about what he said about God in the ten-minute sit-down that he had. It's just that this one's kind of come into the mainstream. When if you were up to beat on Jackson State Twitter, like this was normal on your timeline. This yeah. is this is how it always was. Yes. This is how he always spoke. But now it's getting played in front of ears that haven't heard it before. So they're reacting and it's like I've been listening to me personally, somebody who like covers the FCS, I've been like I've been hearing this dude talk like this for for 12 months now. So I'm with it. He is bringing his own luggage. Shador is really good, and he's going to eventually make all of those quarterbacks hit the portal. By the way, <laughs> by the way, the uh, the starting quarterback for Colorado this year, J.T. Shrout, just over 1,200 yards passing. Uh, he had seven touchdowns to eight interceptions. They know what time it is, yes. as Stone said. They know what time it is. That was just so, for me, and I've been in college athletics for an awful long time, so is uh, Theo, and he's been around it. Stone has been in it, in it, like played in it. I have never heard a head coach, a newly minted head coach, go to the podium and announce, oh, from my school that I'm coming from, I introduce you, your new starting quarterback, and this one happens to be his son. It's just totally unprecedented. And then there is him meeting with the team for the very first time. Mm. Here's Deion Sanders telling the team, hey, some of you may want to start exploring the portal because I got some Louis Vuitton 
on the way to Boulder. We got a few positions already taken care of because I'm bringing my luggage with me. <laughs> and it's Louis. Okay. It ain't going to be no more of the mess that these wonderful fans, the student body, and some of your parents have put up with for probably two decades now. Man. I'm coming. And when I get here, it's going to be changed. So I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in that portal and do whatever you're going to get. Because the more you jump in, the more room you make. Because we bring kids that are smart. Say that smart. 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 Tough. Tough. So he made them do this chant mm. as well mm. with all of his buzzwords. I love that he tells him, hey, a lot of you are going to have to start looking at the transfer portal. And then he still forces them to do <laughs> the, the, the Deion Sanders primetime foundation of the Colorado program chant. That is some big-time uh, package move right there yeah. from Deion Sanders. Um, I am not overly familiar, in full transparency, I am not overly familiar with how the introductory meeting with the team goes. And so uh, reading about it today, there are a number of former college football players who are saying, hey, I, a lot of them go like that. A lot of these coaches, if they're genuine, they're up front saying, hey, a number of you probably aren't going to have a spot on this team or you're really, really going to have to work for it. Ed Orgeron, when he took over at Ole Miss, he, he ripped his shirt off and threatened or he, he challenged anybody to a fight. That was uh, on, that was still sad about David Cutcliffe being fired from Ole Miss when he took over that program. Like these things happen. Um, at first, it's off-putting, but I suppose if I'm a Colorado football player, I I, I appreciate a Dion saying, "Hey, every position's open now." At this point, uh, you don't have a standing in this program, and you might want to make some alternate plans if you're not good with that. That's what ultimately, after thinking about it, that came off to me. He's he's it, you kind of have to number one it, maybe it's best that Deion Sanders went to a school that was one in eleven the year before because then nobody can challenge you on any of the stuff that you want to do like nobody can test you out on that God complex that he obviously has right but at the end of the day like it it was it was already assumed by anybody that wherever Deion Sanders went he was going to bring at least five or so players with him including his son and also the transfer portal not just going out. But coming in is about to be lit up. Like the phone lines in Boulder are, are never going to be so lit. The hotline is going to be crazy. What would be the reaction though if Dion was on film? And that's the difference between introductory press co- or uh, meetings between coaches and their team for the first time. Uh, the difference between those coaches and Dion. Dion, everything he does is on camera. Mm. We're seeing everything that he does because his life is a documentary by design. Could you imagine? It, the difference between Dion saying that to a team at Colorado, a feckless Colorado team, where they're terrible, like you said, and uh, there's nobody who fears them. There's nobody in power who's going to step in and try and check Dion compared to if he got the Auburn job. Could you imagine some of those boosters and some of that fan base if yeah. they saw Dion do that in an Auburn meeting room, especially geographically, especially with that school and where it's located? I can assure you that there would be an SEC Paul Feinbaum uh, apocalyptic meltdown from that. Now, I hear that. But you know what would shut them up is a tweet like this. This is this morning, 7.13 a.m. from a wide receiver who currently plays under Nick Saban at the University of Alabama, Trey Sanders. This tweet goes, 
You got room for me, Unc? Tags Dion, tags Colorado Buff football. Like, Auburn fans would, would, would shut it down a little bit. Like, once they're realizing the caliber of kids that he's able to recruit that are able to hit his portal and stuff right now, you're talking about a kid coached by Nick Saban saying, you got room for me, Unc. So I, I feel like something like that would quiet that down, but I do hear you. How did Nick Saban or how did Nick Saban? Now you've got me thinking about Saban. <laughs> we'll Sanders. get to Saban in a we'll get to Saban in a moment because that dude and his plea for his team to get into the college football playoff was wildly off putting. Um, but uh, how did Deion Sanders handle the weekend? How did he handle his Jackson State Colorado transition? How do you think Coach Prime handled his weekend? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six and tweeted us. At KLV 106.3, that's 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV 106.3. After hearing all of that, how do you think Deion Sanders handled himself? How do you think he handled the weekend? 888-760-3776. I, I'm going to give him a C. Because, again, I think that no matter where he goes, he is the main attraction. He knows that he's going to be as good for Colorado from that standpoint as he was for Jackson State. The stakes are a little bit higher in the Pac-12. The coaching uh, talent, at least at most of those schools in the Pac-12, are probably a bit more serious than what he experienced in the SWAC. Uh, so a lot of that story still has to be written. But I... I, I Ended up being okay with how he addressed the team when he met him with the first time. I still can't believe he walked up to a podium in an introductory press conference and introduced the new quarterback from the outside. But like Stone said, like it makes sense. He's not beating around the bush. Everybody knows uh, with a working frontal cortex what's going to happen. But then it's the, I got a call from God, 10-minute unnecessarily long farewell to his football team that's the one where it was so self-centered and to the point of ridiculousness I think that he handled it okay but it left a lot to be desired the way Dion exited Jackson State because again it was all Dion all the time and the kids are left on the outside looking in with everything that happens with Dion Sanders I don't know man I don't know Dion is is we (sighs) I just I'm, I hate the rhetoric, and I was looking through some of the rhetoric around Deion Sanders, and I just I don't like people trying to block a brother like that, trying to move on and progress in his college career. Dog. I'm not saying he shouldn't leave Jackson State. What I'm saying is that just from a personality standpoint, I could see where people are irked because again, that farewell to his team was all about him. All about him. All about how God's guiding him. Part of all the about how it's God's plan. Uh, it's just, and I know that's his personality, but good. God, is it grating. And it's something that I think maybe works at Jackson State, but will it work at Colorado? Will it work in the Pac-12? Will it work in big money, big business college football? I just don't know. I don't know because if things start to go poorly, and that's the thing, Dion never experienced that at Jackson State. There were never really any low football moments. What happens? How defensive does he get? How combative does he get? Because there's so much pride there and because there's so much belief that God has left me here. Say in year two, they're two and five. Mm -hmm. How is he going to handle that? And my prediction is poorly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing about Deion Sanders, too. I feel like if it does go bad, it will go bad. And like a either way, it's going to be we're, it's going to be televised. Like you said, we're going to see every part of it. And if it does go bad, I'm worried about that. But also the bar, I don't know if it's ever been lower. I don't know if the, they were one and eleven. It's Colorado. I mean, what are they going to be 
picket fence, like rooting for him to get out of it's Colorado. Like, which, which oh is, yeah, it's a, and that's a good spot from that standpoint because yeah. it's not like there's uh, you know just based on on geographics. It's not again. Right, exactly, that, yeah. exactly. You you are in one of the more liberal places in the country. It's not like there's not going to be patience, especially because it's a football program that's done nothing in 20 years. Yeah, yeah, and all they got to do is win five games next year and then maybe seven <laughs> games yeah. the year after, and it's a success. So. But, Stone, you see what I'm saying, though. Like, say things don't go as planned for Dion, and there's no guarantee that things are going to go as planned for Dion because he's going to have to tap into the Southern California recruiting market. When Colorado's been at its best, it's been because they've been bringing in Cali kids. To my knowledge, Dion doesn't have overly wide recruiting connections in the state of California. If things go poorly, you can see where that 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 brash personality could create problems, right? Yeah, and this was part of our conversation that me, you, and Theo had last Monday where Theo kind of wanted him to go bigger and better, and I was like, wait, wait, you know, Colorado is a place where you can come up with your own excuses. Like, people are going to believe you. We just talked about the bar being so low. These guys were 1-11, so 4 and. Seven is four and eight is is good for these fans right now. So they're a lot. I think he's allowed to fail, and ultimately this is a stepping stone for him right now. So I don't see it being as harsh as it can be. You know, I I watched, sat down and watched every single game in the FCS playoffs this weekend, and here are some attendance numbers. The most attended game was sixteen thousand three hundred and ninety-seven. How many butts in the seats did Dion have this weekend in the SWAC championship versus Southern? That'd be fifty-five thousand seven hundred fifty-four yeah. people. Like he brings the noise. You just gotta win some games, and everyone will be okay. That's the good thing about Colorado is now their season tickets are going to be taken yeah. care of Ooh. for the next four or five years without question. I just, I don't know. I still have so many unanswered questions about Deion Sanders as a coach, and he deserves this opportunity. Make no mistake. I just, if, this is going to sound weird, but if he, say something went wrong with Norvell and he took over at Florida State, I'd feel much more comfortable with him there than I do at Colorado. Mm. Because, again, I know, I know that the bar is so much higher at Florida State, but... Also, that works in your favor because how hard is it to say come play for Coach Prime in Tallahassee? Hold on, no. As opposed to Boulder, Colorado. I think recruiting to Boulder, and I've been sold on this more over the past 24 hours, recruiting to Boulder might be right up his alley. I mean, number one, Colorado is beautiful. Colorado is a nice scenic place when you take recruits <laughs> out there, right? Also, hey. There's some legality things in Colorado that kind of puts it a bar above some of these other states that are kind of behind the eight ball. But I think for the first time, unlike any <laughs> hire we've ever seen, it don't matter where he's it's at. Prime. Like prime. it don't matter that they're in Boulder right now. I think he's excited more so to recruit Cali kids because he knows he's already got the kids in the South on lock. Yeah. So it's like an extra challenge for him. We know USC's going to the SEC. He wants to be in the conversation with Lincoln. Like, it's wide open. Wait, this is he's beautiful. A he's a but dude. How, let me, before we take a break, let me ask you. The Colorado job is not a desirable job. That's become abundantly clear. Dion is there. There's going to be a lot of buzz around it. How many college football coaches currently employed would you trust to go to Boulder and be able to turn that around where they could compete for Ooh. a Pac-12 championship or go to the college football playoff? Not Mario. Uh, yeah, I got one, and that's Deion Sanders. It's a really so, good question. So, but, so this is what I'm saying, though, is that we're getting caught up in Deion mania because Deion was awesome at Jackson State, because we like Deion, and because he's such a unique personality. But I'd be willing to bet that the only people that the majority of people listening right now feel comfortable going to Colorado and getting that thing going are Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, Dabo Swinney, maybe Lincoln Riley. 
Like, I'm telling you, so you're comfortable putting Deion Sanders in a conversation with guys who are consistently in the playoff and have consistently won national championships because Deion is Deion. Deion is a cult of personality. You're comfortable putting him in those names. 100% because college football can always be boiled down to one thing, and that's if you can get the five and four stars to commit to you. He got the only ever five-star player to come and play FCS football in Travis Hunter, and he brought him to Jackson, Mississippi. Deion Sanders, at the very least, has proven to us that he can be an elite recruiter, so I think, yeah, he has to be in the conversation with those guys. Oh, boy. How? Not, not coaching-wise, but at least recruiting-wise. We'll see what he's like coaching in Power 5. So, so how did you think Deion Sanders handled the weekend, and what's your prediction for Deion Sanders at Colorado? What is your prediction for Deion Sanders at Colorado? Can he bring them to Pac-12 glory? Can he get them into a college football playoff? Is he going to crash and burn? Is he going to be there five, six years? They're a middle-of-the-road Power 5 team, and then he goes elsewhere or gets fired. What's your prediction for Deion Sanders at Colorado, and how did he handle the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888 888-760- Seven six zero three seven seven six and tweeted us at KLV one zero six three. That's eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. And I do not do not want any of this to be misconstrued that anybody is rooting against Deion Sanders because I think all three of us really want to see this thing get going. Like, how fun would that be if Dion could, with that personality, grading or not, get Colorado into some sort of of, of freight train, unstoppable, rolling down the tracks, uh, kicking people's asses? I'd be into that. But there's a lot of combustible variables in the way here and a lot of question marks here. Deion Sanders, what's your prediction for him at Colorado? How did he handle the weekend? 888-760-3776. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Well, you need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Want to know the power of Dion? I, in a top 50 United States market in South Florida, started my radio show talking about Colorado football. That's the power of Dion. What's your prediction for Dion Sanders at Colorado? 888-760-3776 and tweeted us at KLV1063. He's Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. I keep doing that, Theo. Colorado University Mm. head football coach, Deion Sanders. Get him right. You see his University of Chicago, Ken. Yeah, you're right. By the way, Division Two uh, men's soccer champions. That's right. First uh, women's head coach to yeah. win a men's yep. national championship. Exactly. First what? woman head coach to ever win a men's title in college. This fun fact Monday yeah, it is. or Friday? What's, what's the day? Today's Monday. Monday. It's Monday. Um, okay. All right. Masterful fact Monday. Okay. You need alliteration there. You're right. You're yeah. right. Uh, um, we'll come up with something better. Yeah, because that wasn't really good either. Yeah, uh, Jason Masterson on Twitter. Dion will never... Uh, allow himself to be fired, God will call him to another program. 
before that happens. Meaningful Memento Monday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really good. You know what I'm saying? I can tell this man's in TV. Yeah, come on now. Um, by the way, if Jason thinks that Dion <laughs> will never allow himself to be fired and God's going to call him to another program before that happens, does that mean that Scott Satterfield is the white coach prime? Because how in <laughs> God's name did that happen? Scott Satterfield, who Louisville fans for the last three years have been trying to fire, is now going to the Big 12 as the head coach of Cincinnati. How does that happen? Nobody wanted him at Louisville, and he parlayed it into a Big 12 job. I like it. It's because fans have no idea what they're talking about. Scott Satterfield, though, is objectively not a good coach, but he is good enough to squeak into bowl eligibility every year and make himself employable, and it's paid off. Gotta go get it's the wild. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, great for him. But the last thing I thought I would be talking about, other than Colorado University head football coach Deion Sanders, is Scott Satterfield, Big 12 coach. It's crazy to me. Uh, We should play a good old-fashioned game of grade the college football hires, by the way, Stone. I feel like that's right up your alley. 100%. I'll get some sound ready for that. I love that. Yeah, I think we might have to play grade the hires. Deion Sanders, A+. That's like A++. Right there. We'll just grade him right there, and we'll do Scott Satterfield. Let's, <laughs> uh, let's go to the phones. How is how is Deion Sanders going to do at Colorado? What's your prediction for Coach Prime at Colorado, and how did he handle the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's kick things off with the man, Tony, in West Palm. What's up, Tony? What up, fellas? What's going on? We got Mo, Larry, and Curly up on the mic today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, fellas, look, I'm, as far as um, Deion Sanders goes, yo, I don't like the fact that he bounced, you know what I'm saying, from Jackson State. I think he should have gave us some more time, but business is business, right? So we all understand that. Yep. So moving moving on, it has to be what it is, all right? He talked to them young kids the way that it has to be, you know what I mean? He basically said, you know what I mean, if you're not feeling this team, step off. And yeah. for them kids that feel like, oh, oh, is he trying me? That's going to, you know what I mean? That's going to, you know, light a fire under them. Sure. And if they don't want to light a fire, then they, they can bounce. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have, straight up. I have a question, eight, though, Tony. Yeah. I didn't yeah. mean to cut you yeah. off, but I, I wanted to. Just, nah, you good, you good. What about it bothers you personally that Deion Sanders, after three years at Jackson State, is moving on to a Power 5 job? Like, what what is the problem in that? Nah, I just think he. I think you should give him some more time and just you know built up some more for that team or maybe another team in, in HBCU. Just you know, what I mean that's that's all. I think give it some more time. You know, what I mean put some more put some more games on TV. You know, what I mean because people was putting games on TV because basically he was there. You know what I'm saying? So put some more spotlight and all that. You know what I mean? And again, to that point, that's Tony. One. To that point, Tony. What mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier, like Theo, he he took that job at Jackson State. He sat in that basketball arena at Jackson State, and he talked about much like right. he did with Colorado. God has called me here to lift up young black men and HBCUs and Jackson State, but apparently God's calling is only three years long. Yeah, sometimes. It is. <laughs> Hey, it, like I said, business is business. And look, I've been to FAMU. I've been to Bethune Cookman. I love yo. Those are the oh my god! I wish I would have been smart and went to a school like that. Cause yo, oh, word up, that's that was my home. I, I felt home. You know what I'm saying? But yo, on, on some next level, I think as far as a coach, he's gonna do awesome because yo, he had to know the defense and he also had to know the offense. He knows how to read quarterbacks, so he can he can give a piece of knowledge to quarterbacks, wide receivers, defense, and recruiting wise. Yo, Cali, 
You can call up E40. He, yo, he's homies with E40 we, and all the people. Right? He, yo, <laughs> let me get your nephews up in here. Let's do this. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, one love to y'all, as always. You know what I mean? I'm, this is this the show. Jeanette Javier, wherever you are in the world, peace to y'all. One <laughs> yeah. love, y'all. Yo. <laughs> I appreciate you, Tony. And at last check, uh, Jeanette was in um, South Florida. I actually, uh, we texted with her uh, yesterday. I think that's where she is. She's yeah. everywhere. Everywhere, at all times. She's omnipresent. Uh, Phil is in Boynton. What's going on, Phil? All right, no Philly, but we will go to Ernesto in Boynton Beach. Ernie, what's up, brother? What's up, guys? Um, yeah, that was a uh, wow. Like, if we didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah, he was bouncing. Come on, guys. He was getting the bag. He did what he did for for for, for what he did for that, for the swag. You, you don't seem to understand. Before, they, before Deanne left to go to the swag, there was no coach. Now, all of a sudden, there's Eddie George. I forgot. There's a couple other players that came back to the. Well, let's not forget the 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 winningest coach in the history of college football came from. He's not coaching anymore. Grambling, but 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 he came from an HBCU. I mean, I know that, bro. Yeah, (laughs) yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like like Willie Simmons. I mean, HBCU head coach. So it's not like there was nothing there, but he raised the profile. Correct. He just raised the profile in terms of because I mean they were. I mean, they, they didn't have the facilities in Jackson State. Did you see what they had prior to, yeah. to Dion getting there? He, they had nothing, man. They had a puddle for a pool. I mean, they had nothing, man. Now, don't I don't know why people are getting upset that he was going to leave. Come on. There are other coaches in the top uh, in Division One that have been leaving the D1 uh, uh, schools for, from – Decades ago, man, for hundreds of years, there have been coaches leaving. All of a sudden, Dion leaves, and then people are going to have a problem? Y'all guys better wake up. He was going to leave no matter what. As soon as he got the program up to par, which he did day, and from day one, once he brought it up to par, everybody was looking at him. Now, the minute that he got his chance, he got it. And, and, and you guys, I, I, I do don't, uh, what I don't like, it is his approach about religion. But that is Dion. That's his thing. Whatever. Yeah, he's a preacher. I just don't. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't like that because you know. Trust me, God had nothing to do with you going to where you're going. To where you're, yeah. yeah, you know. God didn't wake up and say, "Yo, you know, oh Dion, get that thing to Colorado." It wasn't. It, that wasn't it, bro. That wasn't it. And you know, I, I didn't like that fact. He should. He should have been real, real about it and said, "Look, I got money." In Colorado, I was getting my bag, and now I'm going to go. Like the way he went into that, <laughs> the way he went into that boardroom, and he told the players in Colorado, "All right, you guys going on to the portal right now, tomorrow. The portal's going to be ready for you guys." I like that. Oh, you can be honest about you know who you're going to send to the portal, but you can't be honest of the reason you're there. Come on, Dion, be for real, bro. Have a yeah. good day, guys. Uh, I appreciate you. <laughs> it is funny. God works in mysterious ways. Oh, yeah. Generally, though, God is calling you to the Amazon to do missionary work, or God is calling you to Somalia to help the the hungry and the less fortunate. For Dion, God called him. To Boulder, Colorado, to coach college football. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest with you, Ken, I, I you know, uh, this is bold, and I know I, I'm young, but I don't see a difference between the two. He is coming to help a bunch of young men out in the same way that somebody going on a mission trip hey. would. I think it's the same exact thing. <laughs> they need Boy, God. is that reckless? <laughs> they, they need God. They need God yes. in in, uh, in Boulder, Colorado, right now on that football roster. They do need God. So <laughs> yeah, they, that is true. They they do need a little of God's attention. That's a great point. I do love Stone uh, equating living uh, in a leaky thatched roof hut in remote. <laughs> 
areas of Brazil to a kid on full scholarship in Boulder, Colorado. The Leaky Hut is the one in eleven Colorado Buffaloes. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. he's coming to help underprivileged kids, right? Who who don't have their way right now, who are lost, who are getting blah blah blah. I mean, I could go on. I guess or he's picking reckless. them out. I'll it is, stop. It's a little reckless, but he's he, he some of those kids. He's not even helping. He's telling them yeah. to leave. And it's true. I Good. say reckless, but who who are we to say what, sure. what God is deciding? Sure. Hey, again, he works in mysterious ways. Everybody, I don't know. everybody can't go on the same mission trip, though. You know what I'm saying? Like God. God has to delegate certain people mm. to certain places. Like, do you really want Deion Sanders trying to go figure that out in a third world <laughs> country? Or do you true. want him doing what he's doing best? It's coaching football. He's leading men, leading yeah. young men. That's and he true. has been a huge help. Like, I don't want to downplay that. Like, he's been a huge help. What he did at Jackson State, um, especially years removed, people are going to grow to accept it and, and, and not worship, I'm sorry, praise it even more uh, years to come after. It's just a little sore spot right now. Jamal is in West Palm. Hey, Jamal. Hey, how are you? Can you hear me clear? I hear you perfect, brother. All right, perfect. Um, um, just speaking on the God situation at first, um, I, 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 I 100% agree with what the other guy just said. We cannot um, tell someone else their relationship with God. We can't determine that to someone else. Yeah. So if Deion Sanders truly believes that God called him to Colorado, then that's what he believes. I don't think we should have been on air. Um, dictating somebody else's relationship with God, and I'm not even a spirit. I'm not even a spiritual person. But um, my second point, I do believe that if he, if I was Dion, I would take my, some of my assistants with me. Some guys that may wouldn't even get the opportunity to coach at that, that level, get paid that much amount of money, because Dion isn't the only one that's going to get paid more. It's the people that he's going to work with. So I do believe that. He is touching more lives than we are realizing. And to go back to the other call, I agree with him 100%. Deion did a lot for Jackson State. He did a lot for Jackson State. So what more do we want out of him? I believe that um, the way that he handled the Colorado press conference, that's Deion. He's playing time. And I don't think that we should confide to a certain way because certain people don't like it because those certain people would never like it. So no matter if you was at Auburn or BYU, because I understand what you got to say when you say that. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. Cool. But I don't think that, because black folk, you know, I'm a 29-year-old African-American, right? I don't think that we should have to put ourselves in the box to fit the idea of somebody else who, hmm. I mean, that's calling for what they are. You know, they don't, you know, let's call for what they are. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, think no, 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 for sure. And I'm not saying he should change. I'm not saying he should change. What I'm saying, though, is that Dion's unabashedly Dion. Dion, being unabashedly Dion, even if he wasn't at Colorado, has always found a way to rub people the wrong way, and especially when you're dealing with young men. And so that that's my only point here. And you can't you can't lie and say that it isn't going to be a complete culture shock, him going to Boulder, Colorado. No, fascinating no, to see how that's going to work I'm, out. But he should not conform to who people think he should be. Absolutely not. Yeah, I, I, I. I agree. I agree that it's going to be a culture shock, but sometimes culture shock is good, right? Oh, for sure. I, mean, mm. I hope this works. I mean, Jamal, the, make no mistake. I hope people, this works. Uh huh. Because the people that is shocking are the people that need to be shocked. Hell yeah! Damn right. You know. Mm. So, so, so. I mean, I feel like, and, and again, um, I have my, my uncle, and I don't, I don't want to go on, but my uncle, he used to block for um, his there at Alcorn mm-hmm. State. My mm-hmm. uncle is in the Hall of Fame for Alcorn State. He he loves him. Dion Sanders is a flat. Dion Sanders is a flat. I said, yeah, he's not flat. But what did he do for the conference? Why are we over?
looking when he did for the country. This right. job, and, and then I come up with this as well. I say sometimes we have to give ourselves his credit because what if he would have failed at that place? Like what, what? What would that be the way? He never coach? coached again. Somebody, I feel like Deion. I feel like Deion Taylor opened the door wide open. Yeah. Yeah. Well, make no mistake, some of the people, and Jamal, appreciate the call, some of the people that are now angry at Deion Sanders for leaving uh, the swack behind and leaving Jackson State uh, were also rooting for him to fail when he got to Jackson State because they didn't want him coming in and taking all the shine. Yeah. They didn't want him that. to succeed. They didn't want him to succeed. So, um, uh, by the way, God is is telling me to break. So, yes. um, so we're gonna we're gonna break. We'll come back. Break, we have a lot Ken. to do. That was a terrible God impression. You know, oh, 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 I have a new uh, coaching grade thing here, Matt Rule. <laughs> All right, let's go, to break. let's go to break. Matt Rule, Nebraska gets the old the old uh, bad grade as well. An F from Stone Lebanowitz. He is uh, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, man, do I love the bright line. I just like trains in general, but then when they're fast and they're air-conditioned and you can get food and drink on them and you can spread out and they create less stress in your life. Oh, yeah, and they're yellow. That makes me happy. And I get all those things. Checks every box with Brightline. It's a dream come true. Brightline. Go Brightline.com. Free Brightline app. I know a bunch of people, actually, who took the Brightline from West Palm this weekend, took it to the Fort Lauderdale Station, headed over to the beach for the music festival. Muse played there. If I was not on the road with FAU basketball, you know where Ken LaVica would have been? On the Brightline, going to see Muse on the beach in Fort Lauderdale. Heat game? Buzzer beater train. We talk about it all the time. Worth reiterating. Get that premium seat. You don't have to, but Stone, you agree with me. Do something for yourself, right? Yeah, you have to, and you got to think about what you can eat and drink in that that premium lounge and everything. I'm of with you. Of course, man. That premium seating, that is the uh, that's the way to go. That's the first class stuff. You walk in, there's a lounge in each of the stations. You get a snack, and then you get a drink. And of course, I'm always going to ask for the Pinot Noir because nice red. That's right. Makes you warm inside, gets you ready for the train. I'm going to have another Pinot on the train as well because they have the beverage cart that comes through. Thanks for the double Pinot, Brightline. You're welcome. As I go down to the heat game. Thank you, Pierre. You're welcome, Ken. <laughs> uh, I wish that Brightline had more of the French attendants on the train. But bring it down to Miami Central Station. Walk the two and a half blocks to the heat arena. See the heat win. Now that Jimmy's back. And then three trains after the final horn. Get you back in style. Brightline. GoBrightline.com. Get the free Brightline app. Get your passes. Do it with the family. That is Brightline. Um, what about uh, Stone Tom Herman, FAU head coach? How are we grading that one out? Oh, man, that is too easy, Ken. Come on. That is an A. It's an A plus, honestly, right that there. We know I that. Thought. Can we give him the same grade as Dean? I'll say A minus. I like Tom Herman. A minus for me. A minus for Theo. Yeah, it's there still go. good. It's just not. It can't can't put it on the same playing field as my guy Dion. I hear you. I oh. will say this. Uh, I thought for sure that Tom Herman was going to Cincinnati, and 
now Scott Satterfield is and Tom Herman ends up at FAU, which I think is a complete steal a win. for Florida Atlantic. That's I mean, a, win. a total, total steal for FAU. Speaking of FAU, uh, Florida Atlantic is going to play host of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. That comes up December 20th, 7 p.m. ESPN on Howard Stillenberger Field. And when we come back, the executive director of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl is going to tell us a bit about the game. It is Liberty, the independent, on its way to Conference USA with a new head coach in Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina taking on the Rockets out of Toledo, the MAC champions after they beat Ohio in the MAC title game on Saturday. How about that for a pump up? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Liberty and Toledo in the RoofClaim.com book. Raton Bowl, the executive director, our man and barbecue aficionado, our insider, Doug Mosley, joins us next. He's Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Uni- uh, I keep doing that, Theo. Colorado University mm. head football coach, Deion Sanders. Get him right. UC is uh, University of Chicago, Ken. <laughs> yeah, you're right. By the way, Division Two uh, men's soccer champions. That's right. First uh, women's head coach to yep. win a men's yep. national championship. Exactly. First what? woman head coach to ever win a men's title in college. This fun fact Monday yeah, it is. or Friday? What's, what's the day? Today's Monday. Monday. It's Monday. Um, okay. All right. Masterful fact Monday. Okay. You need alliteration there. You're right. You're yeah. right. Uh, um, we'll come up with something better. Yeah, because that wasn't really good either. Yeah, uh, Jason Masterson on Twitter. Dion will never... Uh, allow himself to be fired. God will call him to another program before that happens. Meaningful Memento Monday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really good. You know what I'm saying? I can tell this man's in TV. Yeah, come on. Now. Um, by the way, if Jason thinks that Dion <laughs> will never allow himself to be fired and God's going to call him to another program before that happens, does that mean that Scott Satterfield is the white coach prime? Because how in <laughs> God's name did that happen? Scott Satterfield, who Louisville fans for the last three years have been trying to fire is now going to the Big 12 as the head coach of Cincinnati. How does that happen? Nobody wanted him at Louisville, and he parlayed it into a Big 12 job. I like it. It's because fans have no idea what they're talking about. Scott Satterfield, though, is objectively not a good coach, but he is good enough to squeak into bowl eligibility every year and make himself employable, and it's paid off. Gotta go get it's the wild. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, great for him. But the last thing I thought I would be talking about, other than Colorado University head football coach Deion Sanders, is Scott Satterfield, Big 12 coach. It's crazy to me. Uh, We should play a good old-fashioned game of grade the college football hires, by the way, Stone. I feel like that's right up your alley. 100%. I'll get some sound ready for that. I love that. Yeah, I think we might have to play grade the hires. Deion Sanders, A+. That's like A++. Right there. We'll just grade him right there, and we'll do Scott Satterfield. Let's, <laughs> uh, let's go to the phones. How is how is Deion Sanders going to do at Colorado? What's your prediction for Coach Prime at Colorado, and how did he handle the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's kick things off with the man, Tony, in West Palm. What's up, Tony? <laughs> what up, fellas? What's going on? We got Mo, Larry, and Curly up on the mic today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, fellas! Look, I'm, as far as um, 
Deion Sanders goes, yo, I don't like the fact that he bounced, you know what I'm saying, from Jackson State. I think he should have gave us some more time, but business is business, right? So we all understand that. Yep. So moving moving on, it has to be what it is. All right. He talked to them young kids the way that it has to be. You know what I mean? He basically said, you know what I mean? If you're not feeling this team, step off. And yep. for them kids that feel like, oh, oh, is he trying me? That's going to, you know what I mean? That's going to, you know, light a fire under them. Sure. And if they don't want to light a fire, then they, they can bounce. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have, straight up. I have a question, eight, though, Tony. Yeah. I didn't yeah. mean to cut you yeah. off, but I, I wanted to. Just, nah, you go, you go. What about it bothers you personally that Deion Sanders, after three years at Jackson State, is moving on to a Power Five job? Like, what? What is the problem in that? Nah, I just think he. I think he should give him some more time and just you know built up some more for that team or maybe another team in, in HBCU. Just you know, what I mean that's that's all. I think. Give it some more time, you know what I mean? Put some more put some more games on TV, you know what I mean? Because people was putting games on TV because basically he was there, you know what I'm saying? So put some more spotlight and all that, you know what I mean? And again, to that, point, Tony, one, to that point, Tony, what mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier, like Theo, he, he took that job at Jackson State. He sat in that basketball arena at Jackson State, and he talked about much like right. he did with Colorado. God has called me here to lift up young black men and HBCUs and Jackson State, but apparently God's calling is only three years long. Yeah, sometimes it is. Like I said, business is business. And look, I've been to SAMU. I've been to Bethune-Cook. Man, I love you. Those are the – oh, my God, I wish I would have been smart and went to a school like that because, yo, word up, that was my home. I I felt home. You know what I'm saying? But, yo, on on some next level, I think as far as a coach – He's going to do awesome because, yo, he had to know the defense, and he also had to know the offense. He knows how to read quarterbacks. So he, can, he can give a piece of knowledge to quarterbacks, wide receivers, defense. And recruiting-wise, yo, Cali, he can call up E-40. He, yo, he's homies with E-40 we, and all the people. Like, yo, <laughs> let me get your nephews up in here. Let's do this. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, one love to y'all, as always. You know what I mean? I'm, this this the show. Jeanette Javier, wherever you are in the world, peace to y'all. One love, y'all. Appreciate you, Tony. And at last check, uh, Jeanette was in um, South Florida. I actually, uh, we texted with her uh, yesterday. I think that's where she is. She's everywhere. Everywhere, at all times. She's omnipresent. Uh, Phil is in Boyden. What's going on, Phil? All right, no Philly, but we will go to Ernesto in Boynton Beach. Ernie, what's up, brother? What's up, guys? Um, yeah, that was a uh, wow. Like, if we didn't know that was going to happen, yeah, he was bouncing. Come on, guys. He was getting the bag. He did what he did for, 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 for what he did for that, for the swag. You, you don't seem to understand. Before they, before Deion left to go to the swag, there was no coach. Now, all of a sudden, there's Eddie George. I forgot. There's a couple other players that came back to the. Well, let's not forget the 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 winningest coach in the history of college football came from. He's not coaching anymore. Grambling, but 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 he came from an HBCU. I mean, I know that, bro. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like like Willie Simmons. I mean, HBCU head coach. So it's not like there was nothing there, but he raised the profile. Correct. He just raised the profile in terms of because I mean they were. I mean, they, they didn't have the facilities in Jackson State. Did you see what they had prior to, yeah. to Dion getting there? He, they had nothing, man. They had a puddle for a pool. I mean, they had nothing, man. Now, don't I don't know why people are getting upset that he was going to leave. Come on. There are other coaches in the top uh, in Division One that have been leaving the D1 uh, uh, schools from, from 
decades ago, man. For hundreds of years, there have been coaches leaving. All of a sudden, Dion leaves and then people are going to have a problem? Y'all guys better wake up. He was going to leave no matter what. As soon as he got the program up to par, which he did day, and from day one, once he brought it up to par, everybody was looking at him. Now, the minute that he got his chance, he got it. And, and, and you guys, I, I, I do don't, uh, what I don't like, it is his approach about religion. But that is Dion. That's his thing. Whatever. Yeah, he's a preacher. I just don't. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't like that because you know. Trust me, God had nothing to do with you going to where you're going. To where you're, yeah. yeah, you know. God did not wake up and said, "Yo, you know, oh Dion, get that thing to Colorado." It wasn't. It, that wasn't it, bro. That wasn't it. And you know, I, I didn't like that fact. He should. He should just been real, real about it and said, "Look, I got money." In Colorado, I was getting my bag, and now I'm going to go. Like the way he went into that, <laughs> the way he went into that boardroom, and he told the players in Colorado, "All right, you guys going on to the portal right now, tomorrow. The portal's going to be ready for you guys." I like that. Oh, you can be honest about you know who you're going to send to the portal, but you can't be honest of the reason you're there. Come on, Dion, be for real, bro. Have a yeah. good day, guys. All right, appreciate you, Ernie. <laughs> it is funny. God works in mysterious ways. Oh, yeah. Generally, though, God is calling you to the Amazon to do missionary work, or God is calling you to Somalia to help the the hungry and the less fortunate. For Dion, God called him. To Boulder, Colorado, to coach college football. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest with you, Ken, I, I you know, uh, this is bold, and I know I, I'm young, but I don't see a difference between the two. He is coming to help a bunch of young men out in the same way that somebody going on a mission trip hey. would. I think it's the same exact thing. <laughs> they need Boy, God. is that reckless? They, they need God. <laughs> they need God yes. in in, uh, in Boulder, Colorado, right now on that football roster. They do need God. So <laughs> yeah, they, that is true. They they do need a little of God's attention. That's a great point. I do love Stone. Uh, a Waiting, living uh, in a leaky thatched roof hut in remote areas of Brazil to a kid on full scholarship in Boulder, Colorado. The leaky hut is the one in 11 Colorado Buffaloes. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. he's coming to help underprivileged kids, right, who, who don't have their way right now, who are lost, who are getting blah, blah, blah. I mean, I could go on, I guess. Or he's picking reckless. them out. It's, it's a little reckless, but he's, he, he, some of those kids, he's not even helping. He's telling them yeah. to leave. And it's true. I say Good. reckless, but who, who are we to say what, sure. what God is deciding? Sure. Hey, again, he works in mysterious ways. Everybody, I don't know. Everybody can't go on the same mission trip, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, God has to delegate certain people mm. to certain places. Like, do you really want Deion Sanders trying to go figure that out in a third world <laughs> country? Or do you true. want him doing what he's doing best? It's coaching football. He's leading men, leading yeah. young men. That's and he true. has been a huge help. Like, I don't want to downplay that. Like, he's been a huge help. What he did at Jackson State, um, especially years removed, people are going to grow to accept it and, and, and not worship, I'm sorry, praise it even more uh, years to come after. It's just a little sore spot right now. Jamal is in West Palm. Hey, Jamal. Hey, how are you? Can you hear me clear? I hear you perfect, brother. All right, perfect. Um, um, just speaking on the God situation at first, um, I, 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 I 100% agree with what the other guy just said. We cannot um, tell someone else their relationship with God. We can't determine that to someone else. Yeah. So if Deion Sanders truly believes that God called him to Colorado, then that's what he believes. I don't think we should have been on air. Um, dictating somebody else's relationship with God, and I'm not even a spirit. I'm not even a spiritual person. But um, my second point, I do believe that if he, if I was Dion, I would take my, some of my assistants with me. Some guys that may wouldn't even get the opportunity to coach at that, that level, get paid that much amount of money, because Dion isn't the only one that's going to get paid more. It's the people that he's bringing with him. 
So I do believe that he is touching more lives than we all realize it. And to go back to the other call, I agree with him 100%. Deion did a lot for Jackson State. He did a lot for Jackson State. So what more do we want out of him? I believe that um, the way that he handled the Colorado press conference, that's Deion. He's talking And I don't think that we should confide to a certain way because certain people don't like it because those certain people would never like it. So no matter if you was at Auburn or BYU, because I understand what you got to say when you say that. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. But I don't think that because black folks, you know, I'm a 29-year-old African-American, right? I don't think that we should have to put ourselves in the box to fit the idea of somebody else who, mm. I mean, that's calling for what they are. You know, they don't, you know, let's call for what they are. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, think no, 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 for sure. And I'm not saying he should change. I'm not saying he should change. What I'm saying, though, is that Dion's unabashedly Dion. Dion being unabashedly Dion, even if he wasn't in Colorado, has always found a way to rub people the wrong way, and especially when you're dealing with young men. And so that that's my only point here. And you can't you can't lie and say that it isn't going to be a complete culture shock, him going to Boulder, Colorado. No, it is. Fascinating no, to see how that's going to work I'm, out. But he should not conform to who people think he should be. Absolutely not. Yeah, I, I, I... I agree. I agree that it's going to be a culture shock, but sometimes culture shock is good, right? Oh, for sure. I, mean, mm. I hope this works. I mean, Jamal, the, make no mistake. I hope people, this works. Uh huh. Because the people that is shocking are the people that need to be shocked. Hell yeah! Damn right. You know. Mm. So, so, so. I mean, I feel like, and, and again, um, I have my, my uncle, and I don't, I don't want to go on, but my uncle, he used the block for um, Steve McNair at Alabama mm-hmm. State. Mm-hmm. My uncle is in the Hall of Fame for Alabama State. He he loves him. Dion Sanders is a flat. Dion Sanders is a flat. I said, yeah, he's not flat. But what did he do for the comfort? Why are we overlooking what he did for the comfort? Yeah. And then I'll come up with this as well. I say sometimes we have to give Dion Sanders his credit because what if he would have failed at that Like what, what? What would that be the way? He never coach again. Somebody, I feel like Dion. I feel like Dion Sanders opened the door wide open. Yeah. Well, make no mistake, some of the people, and Jamal, appreciate the call, some of the people that are now angry at Deion Sanders for leaving uh, the swack behind and leaving Jackson State uh, were also rooting for him to fail when he got to Jackson State because they didn't want him coming in and taking all the shine. Yeah. They didn't want him that. to succeed. They didn't want him to succeed. So, um, uh, by the way, God is is telling me to break. So, yes. um, so we're gonna we're gonna break. We'll come back. Break we have a lot can. to do. That was a terrible God impression. Oh, 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 oh I have a new uh, coaching grade thing here, Matt Rule. <laughs> All right, let's go, to break. let's go to break. Matt Rule, Nebraska gets the old the old uh, bad grade as well. An F from Stone Lebanowitz. He is uh, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Kevin Levin. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, man, do I love the bright line. I just like trains in general, but then when they're fast and they're air-conditioned and you can get food and drink on them and you can spread out and they create less stress in your life. Oh, yeah, and they're yellow. That makes me happy. And I get all those things. Checks every box with Brightline. It's a dream come true. Brightline. Go Brightline.com. Free Brightline app. 
I know a bunch of people actually who took the Bright Line from West Palm this weekend, took it to the Fort Lauderdale station, headed over to the beach for the music festival. Muse played there. If I was not on the road with FAU basketball, you know where Ken Levicka would have been? On the Bright Line, going to see Muse on the beach in Fort Lauderdale. Heat game, buzzer beater train. We talk about it all the time. Worth reiterating. Get that premium seat. You don't have to, but Stone, you agree with me. Do something for yourself, right? Yeah, you have to, and you got to think about what you can eat and drink in that that premium lounge and everything. I'm of with you. Of course, man. That premium seating, that is the uh, that's the way to go. That's the first class stuff. You walk in, there's a lounge in each of the stations. You get a snack, and then you get a drink. And of course, I'm always going to ask for the Pinot Noir because nice red. That's right. Makes you warm inside, gets you ready for the train. I'm going to have another Pinot on the train as well because they have the beverage cart that comes through. Thanks for the double Pinot, Brightline. You're welcome. As I go down to the heat game. Thank you, Pierre. You're welcome, Ken. <laughs> oh, I wish that Brightline had more of the French attendants on the train. But bring it down to Miami Central Station. Walk the two and a half blocks to the heat arena. See the heat win. Now that Jimmy's back. And then three trains after the final horn. Get you back in style. Brightline. GoBrightline.com. Get the free Brightline app. Get your passes. Do it with the family. That is Brightline. Um, what about uh, Stone Tom Herman, FAU head coach? How are we grading that one out? Oh, man, that is too easy, Ken. Come on. That is that's an A. It's an A plus, honestly, right that there. Is we know I that. Thought. Can we give him the same grade as Dion? I'll say A minus. I like Tom Herman. A minus for me. A minus for Theo. Yeah, there it's still go. good. It's just not. It can't can't put it on the same playing field as my guy Dion. I, I hear you. I oh. will say this. Uh, I thought for sure that Tom Herman was going to Cincinnati, and now Scott Satterfield is, and Tom Herman ends up at FAU, which I think is a complete steal a win. for Florida Atlantic. That's I mean, a it's a total, total steal for FAU. Speaking of FAU, uh, Florida Atlantic is going to play host of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. That comes up December 20th, 7 p.m. ESPN on Howard Schnellenberger Field. And when we come back, the executive director of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl is going to tell us a bit about the game. It is Liberty, the independent on its way to Conference USA with a new head coach in Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina taking on the Rockets out of Toledo. The MAC champions after they beat Ohio in the MAC title game on Saturday. How about that for a pump up? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Liberty and Toledo in the RoofClaim.com book. Return Bowl, the executive director, our man and barbecue aficionado, our insider, Doug Mosley, joins us next. He's Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, man, do I love the bright line. I just like trains in general, but then when they're fast and they're air-conditioned and you can get food and drink on them and you can spread out and they create less stress in your life. Oh, yeah, and they're yellow. That makes me happy. And I get all those things. Checks every box with Brightline. It's a dream come true. Brightline. Go Brightline.com. Free Brightline app. I know a bunch of people, actually, who took the Brightline from West Palm this weekend, took it to the Fort Lauderdale station, headed over to the beach for the music festival. Muse played there. If I was not on the road with FAU basketball, you know where Ken Levicka would have been? On the Brightline, going to see Muse on the beach in Fort Lauderdale. Heat game. Buzzer beater train. We talk about it all the time. Worth reiterating. 
Get that premium seat. You don't have to, but Stone, you agree with me. Do something for yourself, right? Yeah, you have to, and you got to think about what you can eat and drink in that that premium lounge and everything. I'm of with you. Of course, man. That premium seating, that is the uh, that's the way to go. That's the first class stuff. You walk in, there's a lounge in each of the stations. You get a snack, and then you get a drink. And of course, I'm always going to ask for the Pinot Noir because nice red. That's right. Makes you warm inside, gets you ready for the train. I'm going to have another Pinot on the train as well because they have the beverage cart that comes through. Thanks for the double Pinot, Brightline. You're welcome. go down to the heat game. Thank you, Pierre. You're welcome, Ken. <laughs> oh, I wish that Brightline had more of the French attendants on the train. But bring it down to Miami Central Station. Walk the two and a half blocks to the heat arena. See the heat win. Now that Jimmy's back. And then three trains after the final horn. Get you back in style. Brightline. GoBrightline.com. Get the free Brightline app. Get your passes. Do it with the family. That is Brightline. Um, what about uh, Stone Tom Herman, FAU head coach? How are we grading that one out? Oh, man, that is too easy, Ken. Come on. That is an A. It's an A plus, honestly, right that there. We know I that. Thought. Can we give him the same grade as Dion? I'll say A minus. I like Tom Herman. A minus for me. A minus for Theo. Yeah, there it's still go. good. It's just not. It can't can't put on the same playing field as my guy Dion. I hear you. I oh. will say this. Uh, I thought for sure that Tom Herman was going to Cincinnati, and now Scott Satterfield is, and Tom Herman ends up at FAU, which I think is a complete steal a win. for Florida Atlantic. That's I mean, a, a win. total, total steal for FAU. Speaking of FAU, uh, Florida Atlantic is going to play host of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. That comes up December 20th, 7 p.m. ESPN on Howard Stillenberger Field, and when we come back, the executive director of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl is going to tell us a bit about the game. It is Liberty, the Independent on its way to Conference USA with a new head coach in Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina taking on the Rockets out of Toledo, the MAC champions after they beat Ohio in the MAC title game on Saturday. How about that for a pump up? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Liberty and Toledo in the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. The executive director, our man and barbecue aficionado, our insider, Doug Mosley, joins us next. He's Theodore WP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063.